Welcome, everybody. This is episode 95 of the Anime Arcade Podcast. My name is Jeff. I'm here with Carlos. What is up, everyone? And I'm here with Logan. Yo. Yo. What's going on, guys? We're together. We're 95 episodes in. We're doing a fun one today where we just kind of discuss some stuff. We answer some questions and just have some fun with it. So hopefully you guys are kind of up for that. But what do you guys think of our conversation today? It was good. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, we, we, we talk about a lot before we get to the questions. So just know this is a questions cast. We eventually get there. <laughs> Take your time getting there. Yeah. Yeah, if you guys are you know, just looking for something to listen to, you're interested in our opinions, hear some news about the anime you know, industry, I guess some of the stuff that's been going on lately. And uh, we talk, we actually do, we do some justice to the arcade part of our name a little bit today and some of the dis- discussion. So uh, a lot of good questions as well. I really appreciate you guys sending those in. Uh, some really thought provoking and some, some very interesting ones to say the least. So... <laughs> <laughs> But that's really all I've got to say for the intro today, guys. Anything you want to add? No. No. Let's get to it. Enjoy. Let's jump right in. time you do the countdown jeff i'm just expecting you to stop it at some point <laughs> did i cut out again no 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 you're, no no you were no. fine but like you had a pause and you normally don't have like such a long pause so i was like crap you cut out and then like you you came on and i was like shit click the button <laughs> a little little behind the scenes <sighs> yeah the, the it's so funny it seems it seems my luck with it, the internet, even when I'm home, has just been so spotty. You know, I, recently I've never had this issue with my router and my modem, but I've just recently started having to reset them, which I used to have to do with old modems all the time. But I got one of these. Um, what is it? Uh, the night something or other. I forget the name <laughs> of it. Uh, but it has the three little antennas on it. It was relatively expensive, but I think it's a pretty common gaming modem. And I haven't had any issues with it. I plugged that thing in and it has just been great for at least about two years, I'd say. And now recently I've had to reset it a couple times. So I'm not sure what that means, you know, from the hardware side. <laughs> but, um, that was the issue I was having the other night when we were, uh, when we were on together for the tickets. But we'll get to that later, I'm sure. Yeah. Carlos, I hear you have uh, some big news. Uh, well, I mean, I don't have the news. I'm very excited about the news. but Ah, I see. <laughs> so, what was it? This would have been... Actually, let me just look at the tweet. Uh, about May 30th, um, at 1 a.m., I was awake uh, because uh, Love Live has had their ninth anniversary, uh, which is significant because, uh, if you know... Um, Every group, every Love Live group uh, has nine girls in it. So this is kind of like, uh, I guess, their big year. 
Um, and they had a like a press conference, which uh, is kind of unusual because normally when they do Nico Namas, they do it in front of uh, fans and stuff like this. But this was very clearly in front of press uh, because there was less shouting. <laughs> but um, so they had a press conference and they had um, Emit Soon, uh, the uh, what do you call it? Uh, Honoka, essentially, from... Um, Love Live. Uh, they had Anchan, who is um, who is Chica from uh, Love Live Sunshine. Oh, uh, the two centers. Ha- the two centers. Actually, they had a third. Well, technically, she's not a center, but they had um, uh, Aguri um, Onishi. It's hard to say her name. She plays uh-huh. Ayumu uh, Uehara, uh, who is kind of the center-ish for the PDP girls or the Nijigisaki uh, High School Idol Club or whatever they're called. They really need a better name. Uh, <laughs> but, I, but I guess they're not a group. They're not a group. So, I mean, they have subgroups uh, and they have group songs, but I guess we're still calling them the Nijigisaki High School School Idol Club. That's a mouthful. Uh, but yeah, so all three girls were, were up there uh doing announcements and we were all kind of like hopeful that we were going to get something good but not sure you know um so uh i'm just going to go down the list of announcements uh via the love live wikia uh twitter page uh thank you very much love live wikia for translating all this stuff because it takes me for f and ever to translate stuff uh because i am nowhere near fluent um so number one, new Love Live magazine. Cool. We're probably not going to see it. Uh, number two, Love Live School Idol Diary Special Edition manga, Muse manga. So that's pretty cool. Hopefully we get that translated. Nice. Although I don't think we've ever gotten a, a Love Live manga translated. So I'll still get it. Um, Denki G's magazine, Aquas cover and collab for uh, nine consecutive issues. That's pretty pretty cool for anybody who subscribes to Denki G. That's a really cool magazine. A lot of a lot of cool, like, um, Love Live posters you get out of that one if you're, you know, into that kind of stuff. Uh, SIF Thanksgiving Festival, September 21st and 22nd um, in Akihabara, uh, which will be pretty cool. Those are always, uh, for for those of you who don't know, like, those are streamed, so we can watch those. Um, or at least we can watch the, the segments with the girls in them. There are these big SIF events where there's, like, a stamp rally and all kinds of exclusive merch, and we'll eventually get that merch at, like, AX 2020 or something like that. Um, uh, SIF Nationals 2019. Uh, if you guys don't know, there are actually SIF tournaments um, that are held every year in Japan, and those people are nuts. Um, wow. Uh, SIF Arcade Cabinet Next Stage Tournament. We're never going to get that, but if you go to Japan, I encourage you to play the game. It's interesting. I'm really, really terrible at it. Um, I'm better at, at the Con Cola and Fate Go games. Um, Aqua's fourth single. Remember, this is the one that that was voted on uh, to have uh, to have um, Maru Hanamaru uh, as the center. Uh, it's called uh, Mitaiken Horizon, and it'll be on sale September twenty fifth. So very exciting because that one's going to have an animated PV. And last time we had one of those was Happy Party Train uh, in April of. I want to say it was April. Oh. Of last year? Yeah, it's been a while since we've had one yeah, of those. Yeah, it's been a long while. That's pretty cool. 
subunit Sif collab singles, which means we're getting more uh we're getting more Saint Snow and stuff like that. That's kind of cool. Oh, I'm sorry, no subunits. We're talking so we're getting we're getting songs, a Sif collab songs for um um the like shot on guilty kiss and uh Azalea. yeah sorry I'm like my mind said print temps and i'm like no wrong 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 group that's muse uh okay so subunit collab singles awesome yeah. um 2020 love live sunshine live tour uh announced that's cool we'll find out more about that eventually um they still haven't even done fifth live yet so so you're going back to Japan again in 2020 oh, is what that means. That is what like that I am, but for a reason <laughs> we're coming up to. So so hold on to your okay. hats. Um uh, uh Sif All Stars collab single, Kokoro Magic A to Z, which um uh Sif All Stars was and you know what we'll get to that in a second. That's coming down on the list. Uh Shadowverse collab image girl Yoshiko. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm excited Johan for a, that. Yeah. Absolutely, like 100 should have should be the face of of Shadowverse. No doubt. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's exciting. I mean, as someone who just recently started trying to get into Shadowverse, what what a cool way to be introduced. And, to and they game. have all the girls in it. I, I remember I posted this and like I at you and you said something like my wallet is screaming. I'm like, yeah, if all the girls are in it, <laughs> fuck. Uh, <laughs> oh. Okay, big announcement. Saint Snow, first single. Very exciting. And they're getting their own animated PV. So this is the first time a subgroup is getting an animated PV outside of an anime. So, so which, remind me who, uh, who was in Saint Snow. Saint Snow is uh, Kazuna, uh, Kazuna Sera and Leah. Uh, and and they're, uh, they're the... They're the, the, the I, I don't want to say the foil, but kind of like the foil to the rival group. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, that's right. They were the. That's, that's right. Okay. Yeah, I remember Saint Snow. Now I was thinking they were a subgroup, but yeah, they were. They were like kind of the the side. Yeah, they're the, they're the rival the, group. The antagonists, somewhat. <laughs> it's at one point. But they have an absolutely amazing song uh, in the movie. Like I, I have cool. the movie soundtracks and, and their, their song is outstanding. So I remember thinking, man, it would be a shame if they just dropped St. Snow so, and they're not. <laughs> so I was like, awesome. This is mind blowing. Um, let's see here. Oh, St. Snow is going to be in the Sith arcade cabinet. So cool. But again, we're probably not going to see it. Nice. Uh, yeah. Sith All-Stars, the new mobile game, uh, rhythm game that like has been teased forever is finally announced to release in fall of 2019, which isn't, you know, a set date, but at the very least we have a timeline because for the longest time, it's just been like sometime in the future. <laughs> is that just right. JP or that is probably just JP. If I had to guess okay. just JP, if they're smart, they release it worldwide, but I understand if they only have the resources to, re to, to release it in Japan, I'll, I'll probably play it in JP anyway. Uh, for as long as as I can until until Worldwide comes out. Uh, oh, okay. So and then there's the big announcement. Uh, they announced something called Love Live Fest, which I was very confused about for a long time, and it, like I, <laughs> it took me a long time to figure out what was going on. But Love Live Fest is going to be a 
a concert or like an event, probably a concert, that's going to take place uh, from the 18th to the 19th of January. So two concerts, uh, January 2020. Um, And it's going to feature all three generations of Love Live and and St. Snow. So Muse is going to come back. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah. So that was like, like the... The, the Twitter, the like, because it was being hosted on YouTube, the YouTube comments, like, uh, section, like, all that stuff just kind of exploded when they said that. Because everyone, like, you know, everyone's like, oh, Muse is gone. And, and a lot, like, all the, all the girls, um, the, the Muse girls, um, specifically, I remember seeing, uh, Pyle who plays Maki, and mm-hmm. there was another one who said something. It might have been, it might have been, Umi's voice act. It might have been uh, Mimorin. I don't know. Well, two of them I saw were like talking about it on on Twitter, and they were like, you know, you shouldn't think of this as a resurrection uh, <laughs> because this is probably the only thing we're ever going to do again. But you know, because like their their thing is like you know the the 2016 Muse final live was like a you know like a moment yeah. in their history, but for for the ninth anniversary. You know, why not come back for, for one less, you know, hurrah. I know, and some ah. of them have gone on, especially I think Pyle has gone on to have a relatively successful, successful music solo career. career yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Um, what do you call it? The The one thing that I'm wondering is if they're going to be able to get uh, uh, Hanayo's voice actress, because she she moved to a different, a different agency. And I, I don't, like, I, I imagine that you know the powers that be, Bushy Road and and Lantis and Sunrise and like all the companies that kind of own have stake in Love Live can definitely pay her agency to be like, yeah, sure, go go do your thing. But it, it would be interesting if they only showed up as eight. So th- this is likely. I mean, we thought we'd never see Muse come back, but this is likely the last chance if you ever want to see muse oh yeah and that this is why i said like when you're like oh so you're going back to japan in 2020 i'm like yeah probably for this if if i dude i mean that if i can get tickets like balloting is going to be really contentious it's going to be at the saitama super arena and they're going to have it in arena like i guess the the arena changes based on you know what's needed it's usually a baseball park um Mm -hmm. but they're like what they can change it into has more seating so it's going to be a lot of seating, but I guarantee they pack it. I guarantee it'll be packed. No doubt. You're, you're going to have people worldwide wanting to go. I mean, even I would absolutely consider going with you to see that. That That's, I mean, I was always a bigger Muse fan, and that's really what I think. We, we've said this before, but Muse is almost what got us together. <laughs> so that that's pretty cool. That's really, really exciting. Yeah, it's it's. it's- Honestly, like more than anyone was expecting, because normally when when Emitsun or any of the other Muse girls comes out to a Love Live event, the announcements for Muse are like, hey, look what's coming in SIF. Hey, look at this new magazine. Hey, look at this new manga um, or this new merch. And then like it gets shifted over to Aquas, who's like, you know, hey, here's our next live and like all kinds of stuff for you know active idols, and it's understandable because you know the muse girls aren't active idols anymore. But yeah, very right. exciting. Very like if you thought this podcast wasn't going to talk about this, 
you do, you've never listened to this podcast before. Uh, but yeah, so that's amazing. Very exciting. That, that's, that's huge. And that's not that far away. I mean, we're talking six months away. From January? Yeah, it's June, right? So January 2020. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Seven months. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, close enough. So balloting is going to be pretty contentious. <laughs> uh, but I mean, before before that love love event, we have we have others to look forward to. So that's right, we do have others to look forward to. I will be seeing for the first time the Aqua team, <laughs> <laughs> the Aqua team <laughs> squad uh-huh. unit, <laughs> the Aqua platoon. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so that that is what we were all, or what you guys were, I guess, very graciously getting tickets for um, for us again in a- at AX this year. Mm. So that that was big news that I don't believe we've talked about on the cast at all. I don't think we've actually recorded since they announced that they would be coming. Not that I can recall anyway. No, no. it's been it's been <laughs> fairly busy. Yeah, well, and they yeah. were pretty late on the announcements. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also. Ticket sales not handled the best, so yeah, yeah. I I don't know if you guys have heard any more about that since, but I mean I haven't. I'm asking, I guess, in a way. But that was interesting. All the stuff coming out that night of ticket sales and the way that that all happened. Uh, lots of glitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is this is, and this isn't the first time they've had they've had this kind of problem. But I mean. Uh, it, it is annoying, especially because, like, uh, what is it? Recently, they had um, the general sale because Stephen and I buy the VIP tickets, and then you know we we get priority to get uh, tickets to the concert. And people were getting were getting like the good seats on general day, which means they were withholding them from the people who spent like nearly half a grand on their AX tickets. So yeah, I'm a little peeved, but I got tickets to see Aquas, so I can't really complain that much. No, you can't. You can definitely complain. I mean, I can, but like, what are they gonna do? They refund me my Fair. money. All right. No. Yeah. Yeah. They they don't give a crap. No. The, they don't. the, the best thing I could do is next year, just like if Aquas isn't there, just don't go to any of the music stuff, or just stop buying VIP ticket, which I might, I'm probably gonna do if if this year is is kind of. Uh, underwhelming as it might be without the, uh, like all the major music acts that they had last year. Uh-huh. So I guess that's the best way to vote, my, vote with my wallet, essentially. Just try and get on on press pass. If I don't get press pass, get general admission and just go to AX to hang out. We will we will talk all about that, I'm sure, after AX. I mean, we'll, it's, we'll give everyone our it's full. still exciting, though. Like we are like if, if any of you guys are going to AX, don't let don't let like this kind of uh, pessimism kind of let you think like get you to thinking that we're not excited for x like i'm always excited oh, for, x. for sure and i'm 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 most excited because i get to see you guys it's like the one time of the year i get to see everybody at the same time exactly and we get to hang out and talk anime like in person and yeah like the panels are still worth it i mean the, and the people really like for like as even though it's like a fucking zillion people that are there and it can be ridiculously mm-hmm. overwhelming it's really worth it to be able to stand in line with a whole bunch of people that you can talk to about like let's say you're in line for a specific 
panel for a specific type of anime or game or something like that everybody there has like like let's say we are like in like a fake go panel line everybody there's playing fake go everybody there wants to talk fake go or or like complain or complain yeah well or like like an anime like like a love live panel or or i don't know like a sports anime like a let's say logan goes to a high q panel everybody in that high q line wants to talk high q so I mean, it's just it's a really cool atmosphere. It's totally worth going, even even if you have um, what do you call it, like a hard time getting into stuff because you have the the regular pass or whatever. It's still yeah. worth it for yeah. to go for the people and, and the atmosphere and just be around that many. And just the fans. atmosphere, yeah. I mean, to to be around that many anime fans, to see the cosplay, to to just have pretty much an unlimited amount of things to do related to the thing that you love that you likely don't get to share with people very often in, you know, in, in person, mm. unless you're a, a frequent con goer. Uh, AX is definitely the con. In fact, AX is so much the con. I was at the mall the other day and this was a pretty surreal feeling. Um, I was walking by, but I think it was hot topic. It might've been GameStop. I don't remember, but um, very similar. Stories. There was a, <laughs> it, does, it does seem that way nowadays, but yeah, there was a sign outside that I, I noticed immediately from a distance the AX mascot on it. And it said uh, you could enter to win a, a trip to AX. And I, I was just like, that is so cool that there is a contest to win something that I'm actually already doing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that I've ever had that kind of realization. So that was pretty neat. But. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're still we're still pretty stoked. And there is uh, a few guests that I'm I'm definitely interested in going to see this this year. Um, but they're they're not done with announcements yet, so we'll see if, if anything yeah, really blows us been... away. Oh, did you guys see who the guest of honor was? Real quick before. No, I don't think I did. The actual guest of honor, I think it's the creator of Street Fighter. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I was like, okay. Oh, is he the official guest of honor? That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. So, huh. I mean, I there is definitely crossover between the FGC and anime fans, but. Uh, when you think of like there are actual fighting games that they call anime fighting games you know I think uh, uh, BB Tag comes to mind um, Blaze Blue Blaze Blue yeah uh, Guilty Gear there's a bunch of uh, recently I'm actually interested in the I mean I'd be terrible at it but the um, the Grand Blue fighting game I've been seeing oh, some versus yeah, yeah I've been seeing some of my my favorite FGC like pros play it and it looks it looks really cool hmm so, yeah, that that is an interesting guest of honor for an anime expo. You know that you would expect that to be at one of the big kind of gaming expos. I kind of wonder if he's expo, going but... to like announce because like they have like season passes and stuff like that for Street Fighter that like release characters because the fighting fighting game. I won't get up on a soapbox too much, but the fighting game like genre has kind of turned into like a lot of these other games where it's like aggressive monetization because like. Street Fighter V was released with a tiny roster of characters, like very, very tiny. And they they would, uh, in the season pass, they would, you know, release characters. And a lot of them were characters that people, like old-time favorites, like Blanca. Like Bl- Blanca oh, wow. was released as a, as a season pass character instead of, you know, like a main cast character. Um, so I wonder if they're going to announce like a season pass or anything. Like what would you announce at AX? Unless, because a <laughs> lot of anime. fighting games, yeah, I was going to say, a lot of fighting games have, um, well, no, the, <laughs> you said anime. The Street Fighter animes of the past have been terrible. 
Uh, but like a lot of a lot of fighting games have had like weird collaboration. Like Tekken has a, a character from Walking Dead in it. Um, so like it would be interesting if Street Fighter like had like a an anime collaboration. <laughs> I don't know who would fit though. Definitely someone from a shonen, but all the shonens are in the shonen fighting game. I don't remember what the fuck it's called, like Jump Force or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so far there's been some pretty cool. They've had some pretty good voice actors announced. Oh geez, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember his name. The guy who voiced uh, Okabe from Steins Gate oh, uh, would be one that I was. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Pretty. He's going. About. He's going to be there for like an idol type thing, isn't he? I think it was. Yeah, what was it was? It was that I can't remember the name of the show. Um, it was like. Uh, yeah, it was a boy a boy show. It was like a reverse harem, harem or something. Uh, Utane Utan is that Utano Prince Sama? Yeah, Utano Prince Sama. It was having a hard time reading that. Is that an O? That is an O. Utano Prince Sama. <laughs> so yeah, he's part of that. But hopefully, he also has like a thing for Steinsgate because they're doing a Steinsgate thing too. Yeah, and the Steinsgate thing, I believe, has the music the the composer behind a lot of the music in Steinsgate, which is huge. I mean, Steinsgate's really well known for having good music. So among other things, but um, yeah, so there's a lot to be excited about with AX. This yeah. Year. So yeah. look for us next month. It, we have like a little over a month guys. Yeah. So look Ooh. for us then. <laughs> My Delta app popped up with me for when I opened it the other day and it said like, it's 35 days until your trip to uh, Los Angeles. And I was like, holy crap, is it that soon already? <laughs> you have a longer trip than we do. Yeah. So that was, uh, I mean, I, I, I spend a lot of time in my Delta app. So so it, it was just funny to see that pop up. <laughs> uh, the joys of work for you. Yeah. Oh, that God. sounds like a nightmare. I've already... I already literally have 60 flights this year. Jesus. God, I couldn't. I, I hate airports so much. <laughs> it's terrifying to think the amount of time I spent in airports this year alone. Anyway, we'll have to change the subject. Is there any other news that we want to get excited about? Uh, I, th- I think that's that's pretty much covers it for me. Logan? Uh, Oh. I, oh. I take that back. Yeah, well, oh. you it's its more of a, a you thing, but uh, yeah. I'll pass it on to you for, for uh, LCS, Fantasy LCS. Yeah, yeah. So LCS is starting up. Um, I guess, you know, by the time this actually comes out, it'll probably be too late to uh, get people in since we're going to be drafting tomorrow. But, yeah, Riot failed us. Um, their fantasy never came to fruition so we have decided to create our own and uh yeah we're uh, excited to kind of uh, experiment and actually see how hard it is to make a fantasy system uh through excel and uh so we've got a group of people ready to do that it's gonna be a lot of fun um because lcs starts up this week um lec starts up next week and uh it feels like ages ago that msi happened but it was like only a week and a half or two weeks or something like that. But yeah, I'm excited for League to start back up. Yeah, for in sure. Professional way. Yeah. It's actually but, starting today. <laughs> yeah, I know. In a couple hours. So I'll be watching that. If if we're talking about things we're excited about, 
um, I never thought that I these words would leave my mouth again, but I'm actually excited about World of Warcraft again. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no, it's ditto. Uh, with WoW Classic coming out August. in mm. August, we still got some time before then, but I am definitely going to be trying that out. I, I can't say that I will be having the time anymore to play like I did before, but if we can get a group together of people from the community, I know uh, Carlos, you and I are both excited to, to get together and, and level some characters and play that game again. So mm. if we can get a group of people together from the community, I think that, that would be a really, really fun experience uh, to get back into the old days of vanilla classic. Wow. Which really was a monument in gaming for a lot of people. So yeah, no, it, it people, I guess I, I'm not sure how many people in the current generation of like, uh, I don't want to say like young people, but like, you know, like, high school age kids like even know like but yeah when when it came out in 2004 it was so big like there were so many people on my server and like the community was great for a long time the only reason i stopped was because uh, i was in the, the navy and like i couldn't be online all the time but like, from what i'm told a lot of people are excited about this and a lot of just a lot of like because like back then they didn't have like streaming stuff like twitch and stuff like that uh but like there's so much many people streaming this game and getting hype for it so i'm excited to see where it goes maybe it'll just be a nostalgia thing where like like we play get ourselves up to the max level which i think at that time was what 60 60 right <laughs> so yeah it was 60 and it took yeah. forever i mean we're talking like many many weeks so so maybe at months yeah so. <laughs> i mean well, and definitely because like you said like we don't have the time to play like we used to when we were teenagers um maybe that just kind of uh we get to like the the max level eventually it'll take us a while and then it'll just fizzle out yeah. but i'm i'm excited for the prospect to re relive an old game that i i really really enjoyed when i was i think it came out my senior year of high school so actually you would have been in your late teens early 20s right when that game came out i was graduated when i first started playing i didn't play it on launch but i started playing it pretty soon after yeah, same. so um yeah I, I i was out of high school at the time high school when i was in high school everquest was i played range, i played everquest <laughs> um i had a lot of uh relatively infamous people in my school that were unfortunately famous in everquest for being thieves <laughs> but um i do have to give just a shout out because really what's gotten me so hyped is our conversation about it that you know the realization that i may actually have friends because a game like world of warcraft is just so much more fun when you're playing with friends and and we um, have a discord server so <laughs> it's which, not like you know, it's not like in back the day, in the day where right? you had to pay for team speaker ventrilo <laughs> exactly um but i have been kind of just watching this series of videos by this guy on youtube named mad season uh, show. his stuff's really good I've, I've seen his stuff before. I, I just, it's so, there's just something about his voice and the way he does it that's so, you know, therapeutic <laughs> almost. Like I just, I'll put it on and it's just so, it, it just, the nostalgia flowing through me. I've got this like constant state of zen as I listen to him <laughs> talk about World of Warcraft. So, it, it, it's pretty cool and I'm, I'm definitely excited. Yeah, so, so, you know, just for all of you out, the, out there listening, statement of intent, we, we're probably going to play WoW Classic. So, if you're interested and this is the way to get you into our discord then you know we'll have that information for you at the end of the at the end of the podcast yep 
But, one uh, more. So one more game. We have questions about. that we're answering today. If you guys care about on, listening. Oh, there's more yeah, games. More games. Talking about games. This is the arcade. I know. I know. <laughs> we'll get to the anime maybe. Um, I just remembered that you know the Conkley event is actually happening. This is like hmm. the first time we've had an opportunity to talk about Conkley in like forever. Six months. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the sp- what spring event? A summer event? I don't even know. This what is a spring is event. The spring event in June. Yeah. Um, have you 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 finished up E one yesterday, right? I'm almost done with E two. Okay. Yeah. Are you you're on the the boss phase? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm running it one it? one one fast battleship. I got Iowa, and then five okay. destroyers because it's just faster. And if I yeah, it, like the 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 fleet that you had is good, like could, for taking out all the air nodes and stuff like that. But it's so many yeah. nodes. Uh huh. So I just I wasn't just, sure how having uh, air inferiority at the boss was going to affect things. I sent, I sent, it, like this is probably going over a few of our listeners' heads, but just That's fine. I, I sent uh, interceptors uh, to to the boss node to to help. Gotcha. I, okay. I sent interceptors with a uh, flying boat to extend their their range. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that works, I guess. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, I finished up the event. Yeah, I'm, no, I do. That's I'm a crazy man. Yeah, <laughs> I need to Way do to that go, though. Dude. Like, yeah. I have, I have till Thursday, actually, till Wednesday night to finish the event dude. because I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I mean, I can play in Japan. That's not a problem. Uh-huh. I, I, I can play it on my phone, and I, I've already set up. Um, uh, I'm gonna have like a mobile Wi-Fi dealio. Okay. Um. So, I mean, it's not that big of an issue, but I probably don't want to be playing Konkole while I'm out and about. <laughs> No, for sure. <laughs> it's kind of wow, game. yeah, I can't believe we've done this whole intro and we haven't even mentioned the fact that you're going to be in Japan in like a yep. week. <laughs> yep. For, I mean, guess I, what? I, I've already, I've already talked about. I mean, yeah. I, I think I announced it when I when I got the tickets and stuff like that. But yeah, so Stephen and I going back to J- Japan because we're crazy. We'll come back uh, at you with uh, probably come back at you with a podcast about uh, the whole thing sometime afterward. Yeah. So I'll look forward, forward to it. To it. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, I got Colorado. I'm working on Fletcher, but that's my conclave update. Oh, so Colorado now, is so fucking cute. She's so adorable. Uh, but the, the the American ships are all blondes, which I mean, I get it. Japan, you think we're all blondes, yeah. and I'm not, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> just make a make America. a make a Mexican ship, and she can well, have black hair like me. Sarah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, no, I, I'm excited to to finish the Conkle event because they. I love having my American ships uh, speak English at me. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Oh, and I finally got Yamato. Oh, congrats! Did you? Congrats, man! Yeah, she dropped on E2. So. I can't believe she was a drop. That's cr- and on E2. That's so yeah. nuts. Especially, oh, you know what? I think it is. Is is I think she's getting a Kaini soon, or they they hinted at maybe she's getting a a Kaini mm. soon. So like it they want sense. more people to have her, like kind of like how they did it with Musashi. Yeah, yeah. So that's exciting. <sighs> Damn, dude! I wish I was in the uh, apartment when you got her. That must have been exciting. <laughs> yeah. I was sitting in the living room playing on my laptop, and I just put my fist in the air, <laughs> looked over at Eric, and was like, "I got her. It's done. The deal is done." <laughs> nice. That's awesome. I, I, I kind of wonder how many people. Like even think about Konkole now, <laughs> like not just in I the mean, community, was, but like like not a whole lot of people play it, like or know a whole lot about it outside of 
you know for sure well it's you know they're they don't do a lot of pr no they're not the azure lanes or the girls front lines or they're really getting out there on twitter and making an effort to reach out globally yeah so they don't seem to care globally at all actually they never really have i I can't recall a convention or anything where i've seen concola repped other than at the dealer hall yeah it's a shame but what are you gonna do it is. I, I think at th- I think at this point, like, because for the longest time we were hoping, you know, because it blew up for a while there uh, when like we were first like finding out about it and stuff. And we're like, they have to know that they yeah. have, you know, an overseas presence. So you know, something's got to happen. Something's gonna happen, and just nothing ever happened. So I no. think at this point, like, I mean, the, we haven't the, even gotten the movie over here yet. The best thing that's happened thus far. Is like when they rolled over to uh, phase two, like one of the one of the what do you call it? Like overlays has English uh-huh. in it. Yeah, which is incredible. And that's so it's like they recognize that they're English players, but yeah, they don't want to make an effort to bring it over to the West. Yeah, but I mean, I don't mind fine. playing on the Japanese server. It's just you know, no. make it more accessible maybe come over to ax that'd be pretty cool yeah just talk about it with people get people in because they they have big uh what do you call it like big events over uh-huh. in japan like huge events for for Concole, uh where they this is where they announce new ships new events new mechanics stuff like that so yeah it's not like they've never done that before it's just they we would like it over here yeah yes please <laughs> yeah well, congrats on uh, Yamato. Yamato and Colorado. I'm sure she will yeah. treat you well in Colorado. Yeah. And completing the event, man. I mean, I know completing events in that game is not easy. So congrats on that. And anyone else who's done that, Carlos, good luck to you, my friend. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm if, running uh, this event on, on like a really low difficulty. So I'm, I'm okay. I think I'll be okay. I do have to tell you, you're going to Japan, and I still, that Maki keychain you brought back for me last year, still my main keychain in my, uh, my car keys. <laughs> I'll have to, if I'll you, have to see uh, if I can if, find a dial if, one for you this year. <laughs> if you see anything that makes you think of me, uh, you know, I'll pay you back. But uh, yeah, keep me in mind. Okay, the real reason we're here. Yeah, <laughs> the the real reason we're here outside of the discussion podcast about, about video games and idols that, you know, took us. 30 plus minutes. <laughs> yeah. This is a questions cast. Believe it or not. <laughs> um, we uh, have been accruing questions that our community has uh, submitted to us through our discord. And uh, we're finally going to read them out and answer them. Um, so I'll go ahead and take this first one from a B tag. And he asks, if a manga that you've been wanting to read gets an anime announced for later in the year, does that increase your likelihood of start, uh, does that increase your likelihood to start reading it so you can compare and contrast during the duration of the anime's run, or lessen the likelihood that you'll read it because he'd rather experience it first in anime form? Long wait and be damned. It's mm. a great question. I would rather watch the anime first so that I can be fresh. I, I really think it depends. I, I've had both where, you know, like I've had the I, death note. I actually surprisingly, believe it or not read as a manga before I watched the anime. 
and Genshiken, which is one of my favorite animes, at least from a nostalgia point of view of all time. I read the manga before I watched the anime, and both of them were so similar frame for frame mm-hmm. that it was kind of cool to see it as an anime, but I definitely got the experience from the manga. Whereas uh, Sword Art, I read the light novels, and I got I, I started the anime, got tired of waiting, so I read the light novels. Uh-huh. And I wish I never spoiled myself in the light novels because I think the anime just did it so much better. So I think since that experience, I've been more in the camp of wait for the anime to come out. But there's also that something to be said for one, being one of those people who knows what's coming, like one of the super fans who read the manga before the anime. So, you know, (laughs) it's hard to say. It depends, I guess, on my level of excitement for the property, I guess. So I think for me, it's, I'm never really in this position because normally if I want to read a manga, I just read the. I mean, not, not to sound, Hi, and my, but like I don't really wait for stuff. So, like before anything gets gets announced, I'll either have read it or I won't. And if it's something that like, like it gets announced, and I was thinking, oh, I was thinking about reading that. I clearly wasn't that interested in reading it, so I'll just watch it as an anime. Um, like, like Vinland Saga. We're getting a Vinland Saga anime next season. I'm very excited about it, but I was way more excited about the anime because holy shit, an anime or I'm sorry, a manga about, you know, about Vikings and a time period that I really, really enjoy in uh, European history. I absolutely wanted to read that. So I did. Or like all the Yuri manga, like you guys have heard me on the podcast, like when a (laughs) Yuri manga gets announced, I'm like, oh yeah, I've totally read that because I love reading Yuri manga and I read the absolute shit out of it. So when one gets announced, there's a good chance I've read it. It's like um, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. I was meh. I was somewhat interested in reading the manga. As soon as I heard it got an anime, I'm like, all right, I'll watch it. So I, it, it's, yeah. it's. I'm never really in this position because I'm never thinking like if if I want to read a manga, I just kind of jump into it. Um, mm-hmm. And that's how I know I really, really wanted to read it. Uh, whereas that's fair. If I didn't end up jumping into it, I clearly didn't want to read it that bad. Yeah, I just feel like that I have the potential to enjoy something more, whether it be an anime or a movie or whatever. If I go in and watch it with no expectations, mm. and then like if I have questions, I can go read the source material and be like, oh, okay, so they do explain this more, or they you know go deeper into certain things they just couldn't do in the certain you know time frame they had for the anime or movie or whatever i mean i, I agree but like i like i say like normally i don't even get to the point where i know there's an anime coming out sure, sure like if sure. i see the manga i read the manga like now yeah. there have been a couple times where i agree with that where like yeah absolutely like especially like you've heard me say especially in, in review cast like i have logical problems with x and y because that doesn't make any sense and sometimes you have to go back and read the source material and it's like oh this is where it got lost Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah Yeah. i'm interested to hear what what other people think about that one like i like why like other people who who read an anticipation for an anime because i don't think i've ever read an anticipation for an anime before so Mm mm-hmm like I wasn't anticipating Fuka to get an anime. <laughs> I read that manga. <laughs> let's, let's not talk about that. Little little dig. <laughs> little dig. Yeah. 
Next question. Who wants to take this one? Uh, Go for it, Carlos. <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> so the next question is from Seth Amaha, and I'm going to clean up your grammar, sir. Uh, uh, you take a plane ride, or you all take a plane ride to get to a convention, uh, but the plane crashes on a deserted island, and you are the only ones left alive. You run out of food, and it looks like no help is coming. Who do you eat first? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, because he works out, so he's his he's more muscly. <laughs> Me and like, I'm not gonna lie, I'm mostly fat, so it's gonna be really chewing gross. Ditto. Yeah. yeah. So sorry, Jeff. Yeah, you don't. You don't want me. So uh, you know what? I'll take one. <laughs> as long as you as you make make it painless, you know, I just don't want to know what's happening. <laughs> Hopefully, the deserted island has a nice rock. Well, we'll find you a nice rock. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a fun question. <laughs> uh, and what's even more fucked up is how quickly we came to the conclusion of death. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going first. Maybe it's if fun. we eat Jeff, we'll get his his soothing voice. <laughs> hey, ooh. <laughs> Some vocal fry. Some vocal fry. Uh, <laughs> Oh, that's fucked. <laughs> uh, just, just oh, know I, can, I know how to fish, Jeff. So I think we're be, we'll be okay. And I can cook. I think so. hopefully we're all right. Yeah, I mean, I would hate to think that only one of us gets eaten, and then the plane shows up like, <laughs> that, like while you guys are eating. Maybe you guys, it's like right after we kill him, the the plane flies. <laughs> you never even get a chance to you know cook me up, and the the, the helicopter flies yeah. overhead. He, he tripped, fell, and this rock landed on his head. As you're holding it with blood on your hands. <laughs> okay, Jeff, you want to take this next one from Power Fisting? Yeah, I, I like this one from Power Fisting. If you could interview one anime character for one hour, who would you pick? Mm. A one hour interview, that's so long. Yeah, it is a long interview. I, I immediately thought uh, Okabe from Steins Gate. I just think that would be a fucking hilarious interview. I love that guy, but do you think you could sit through an hour interview <laughs> with Okabe? I think he would. I mean, I think he would fill the time up himself with just some of the <laughs> nonsense. And I, you know, it, I think it would be an interesting case study to just let him talk and figure out what the hell he's saying. Mm. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess, like, kind of cheap answer is, uh, like, one of the girls from Muse, because then you can mm. actually have like a uh, an interview because you're interviewing an idol, so you just have to ask like celebrity questions essentially. And That's a are, good one. Yeah, which are kind of easy, yeah. but like, I can't think of anybody. I can't think of anybody who would be in like a non-performance type you know job or like 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 let's say like i want to i want to <laughs> here's a good one i want to interview the brother from non non biore just to hear what his <laughs> voice sounds like but like after i ask him and i get his voice what the hell else do i ask him he's like how he's, did you learn how to sculpt so well <laughs> yeah 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 like like you know you, you have to fill up an hour as an interviewer like i mean like slice of life people Maybe not the best for interviewing. Maybe an adventurer of some kind. Oh God! Like an angry interview, I'd have to. I I would. What do you call it? Interview one of the people from um, 
Ah, oh, hell, what was that? The one that was done by uh, Record of Lotus for people. So, uh, Grand Crest, thank you. Oh, yeah. yeah. A- angry oh, interview with God. the people. Look, what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> See, that's that's that makes me think of like Guts from Berserk. Like sitting there and just talking to him you for really an hour. T- you know, <laughs> listening to. Uh, I, I, I mean, assuming that I'm protected. I don't know. <laughs> you should interview Goblin Slayer. That would be, <laughs> that would be it, it would be like that would be like interviewing Ramis from from League <laughs> of Legends. <laughs> um for me, so I would love to sit down for an hour with Amelia and just talk with her. That'd be great. From mm. ReZero. Yeah. Um that, but I that's think, a good one because she's also a political candidate. Exactly, yeah. So she kind of fits. Mm. Um did either of you watch Shirobako? Yes. Okay, because my other pick would be Shizuka Sakaki, who's the redheaded girl who works at the bar and finally breaks into the girl. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like interviewing her would be just kind of an awesome interview. You could also you could do a lot because like, you know, an up and coming voice actress, Uh you know, and all of her experience with failure and stuff like that. That'd be a good interview. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a fun one. And, and just for, you know, for the sake of saying it, I would interview Ai-chan. Oh. <laughs> not much of a personality. I, well, have well, you we seen her Flesh out the personality. <laughs> she does have the reaction poses and, and mascot form. Uh-huh. Maybe one day we'll, we'll, we'll have Ai-chan's voice and we'll do an hour interview on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Next one here. That was a good from one. From Holo the Wise. Here's kind of two questions. If you had to go into a holy grail war with the sole intention uh, to survive and win it, which servant would you pick and why? The second, which servant do you think you would be the most compatible with based on personal preference and personality? Okay. Um, uh, so are we picking specifically from so, fate? Yeah, so okay. yeah, from fate. Uh, easy. Katsukoro. <laughs> for both like a she's super powerful she's damn near a god um and uh b uh she showed up really quickly when i summoned her and she's just a lot of fun hmm uh... i mean she's a she's a not she's not the mexican goddess of luchador but she's really close and it's really cool so i love i love her <laughs> I would say I would say Mordred. I would pick Mordred, but I don't think I could I could do very well with Mordred. Yeah, <laughs> she wouldn't listen to me for shit. I would like. I think I would go with Saber for Saber both as well, just because she's very strong and very cute, and. She loves food, and I love making food, so I feel like we can connect there. <laughs> she has she has plot armor too, so you'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's true, right? Uh, but um, you guys are. I'm kind of struggling with which assassin, but I've always thought if I was in a Holy Grail where I'd want assassin, and I would just use assassin for kind of recon uh, throughout the entire you thing. Must be a really messed up person, strike. Jeff. <laughs> See, yeah. I, I would say assassin too, but I would say assassin for like a character that I created, like for the assassin class from a person in history. So, or assassin and writer yeah. are my two favorite classes. So, mm. so who yeah, would you go? I, I thought about writer, um, 
and Alexander, you know, for Ryder, just because he's, you know, he seems like he'd be fun to hang out with. But um, I don't know. I, I've always wondered why Assassin didn't actually act more assassiny in most of the shows. Um, as Assassin, I would be hiding in the shadows pretty much until the very end when I would just have, at that point, know so much about the last person left that I would just be able to take them down. Mm, you should, uh, you should watch Heaven's Feel. Yeah, yeah, which I've not yeah. seen. Well, Crown. I mean, like that Assassin, I've never been a big fan. Uh, of a lot of the Hassans outside of Serenity and, well, yeah. King Hassan. But King Hassan does not act like an assassin. He is a straight, like, he's a straight-up fuck-you assassin, like, <laughs> giant knight in armor who's got, like, the one of the most badass noble phantasms. Um, yeah. yeah. For assassin, I don't know. I guess for Jeff, Jack the Ripper. Um, Matahari. Matahari, well, he's saying one that acts like an assassin. Matahari oh, kind of stands out. Um, so yeah, Jack the <laughs> Ripper. Uh, I'd say Hassan of, her, of Serenity. I like her a lot. I think Jeff would like her a lot. Yeah, I actually do. I I, I think when I was I haven't played Fago in a while, but she was kind of my main assassin when I was playing, so I do like her. Yeah. Jack the Ripper's really cool, though, and, and she's a sweet lolly. Or so. shooting doji. She's also a lolly. She's less assassin-like, but her noble phantasm is fucking awesome. Of course, you know, I don't know, Abigail Williams would be pretty sweet. Too, <laughs> that would sure. be a, that'd be a character that'd be fun to interview for an hour or two. <laughs> I, I guess I, I get I guess I could get both out of the way if I summoned her. Coming coming sure. this November. That's I true. think. Uh so yeah. I mean, okay, so are, is that the the uh, so you said that was the one that you would connect with personally, right? Logan? And then I said the Blood same. Saber? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. So all right, and, and Jeff, I'm going to assume that you don't really know the characters well enough to know who you would. I don't know them well enough to connect personally. Yeah, I mean I, that's why I would, you know, from Fate Zero, I would say Ryder. You know, he was he was a cool, yeah, he was, he was awesome. awesome. I would love it's to hang out with him. Um, yeah, so that would be probably the top pick for me if I had to say connect personally. And I don't know that I have any personal connection with him, but mm, okay. Let's let's move on uh, again from Seth Amaha. Uh, if a cosplayer cosplays as a gender bent character who is already gender bent, i.e., Fate Nero, are they gender bending or straightening? <laughs> I'm sh- I'm sure a better word exists, but I can't think of that right now. <laughs> uh, that's a wait. So okay, so let's say someone's cosplaying as Nero, as Fate Nero, but they're male, so they're they're a male cosplaying as a female Nero who is a female gender bend of a historical emperor. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's like that's like gender bend inception. That's gender bend inception, man. Like that's that's all that is. <laughs> um, that kind of hurts my brain. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so just cosplay as the original Nero. It'd be like essentially. I would love to see a, a cosplay couple, you know, like you know, like a, a like oh, a, a man uh-huh. and a woman, and then the man is cosplaying as female Ranma, who female Ranma oh. is yeah is a gender bend of, and then <laughs> the the girl is cosplaying as male Ranma, who's a, so it's like that is right there is is gender cosplay gender benception. That would be yeah, brilliant. that would blow my mind if if you do that. And you see us at AX, wave me down. I swear to God, I'll buy you something. Like, I don't know, <laughs> something from the, the dealer hall or an ice cream or I don't know, something. 
you you'll just, be invited to come to the you know yard house with us. Yeah, hey, I'll buy you a beer, <laughs> ice cream. What the hell? What are they kids? Come on, carloads. <laughs> well, maybe they like ice cream. Everyone likes ice cream. I like ice cream. Actually, I think I have ice cream in the freezer. Note to self: It's supposed to be warm today, at least up here. San Francisco has actually been really nice. This is like the, nice. the this is like the time of year I really really like because it's nice all the way through summer and then winter it's it's well what we consider cold here. Uh huh. Anyway, enough about the weather. <laughs> okay, Jeff, you're up. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this question. Uh, uh, from Ayu. Uh, it actually there, there's it, actually yeah, uh, there's a question. Uh, question. <laughs> what's the most exotic meat you've ever eaten i would have to say it depends on who is asking the question because i think exotic meats really depend i mean you could say octopus is an exotic for someone in the midwest yeah i've had octopus but i would say like for someone who is on the coast eating maybe bison or rattlesnake would probably be considered exotic well, bison is yeah. really good so i guess it I think for yeah. me, it's alligator. Yep. Which I've had at a state fair. I've had alligator, but that's when I was living down in Mississippi, and that's not terribly exotic yeah. down there. It's a little mm-hmm. bit exotic. Yeah, I've had alligator Washington. here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, it tastes like chicken to me. A little honestly. bit. Yeah, a little chewy cliche, chicken. But... Yeah. Um, I, I did just for the first time have conch. I was in the Bahamas Ugh. over the weekend, and I had Kong for the first time. It was phenomenally good. I mean, it was like a, ch- it was like a tastier version of squid. Mm. Sounds good. I like that. Sounds awful. Uh, let me think. What is the most? It, it's not terribly exotic. It's just like okay. So where I'm from in California, we don't have a whole lot of sheep. Like I think we do <laughs> have them, but when I was in Dubai, I went to this African restaurant. And they made sheep, and it was a little greasy, but it was so good. Um, so so that's, is mutton sheep, or I think is that something so. Else? Okay, we don't really have it a whole lot over here. No, we have lamb. Yeah, I don't like lamb. I don't like goat. Hmm. I don't like goat at all. Ugh. Don't like goat. Anyway, uh, what else? Yeah, I had a bison. Um, usually, you can find bison burgers around, yeah. but I had a like a filet or not a filet. I don't know if you call it a filet, but a bison like steak when I was in Montana. And that was phenomenally good. <laughs> I, I mean, if you've never had a bison steak and you have the opportunity to have one, it's a nice lean meat. Obviously get it as rare as possible. And <laughs> oh man, so good. <laughs> Back when they were available, I've had a rib, which, and I question what kind of meat that is. Uh, so that might be pretty exotic. A McRib. There you go. There you go. <laughs> that thing. Somehow it looked kind of like, like a foam of kind <laughs> when I bite into it. Yeah, that was that was bet meat best not looked at when he. I, what do you call it? Uh, I remember the Simpsons made a joke on that where Krusty Burger had a. a that's where I get the ribwich from because they called it the ribwich, and okay. uh, and uh, they had to tell like Krusty had to tell everybody that they were discontinuing it because the animal that they were making it from was was almost extinct, and everyone was like. I, everyone chimed in in the crowd like oh was it cows was it this was it that and he's like way off think smaller more legs <laughs> i was like yeah i can see that <laughs> 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 I, uh, so maybe that maybe 
What's an exotic meat that you haven't eaten that you'd like to try? I'm trying to think of one that... Ostrich. That's the first one I thought of, too. That's so weird. One of my neighbors has one of those emus, and I was like, maybe I should go and... <laughs> yeah, oh, no. fucking Florida. Why did they... Why does your neighbor have an emu, <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, I don't know. I don't know where he got it from, but it's there. <laughs> <laughs> They uh, they eat kangaroo in Australia, right? Oh yeah, they do. That would be interesting. Yeah, try. that would be that'd be interesting to try. I don't know. I I don't think I could have kangaroo or monkey because uh, maybe it's it's like bias because I will one hundred percent eat a cow and a pig and stuff like that. But anything that has grasping hands that stands upright like a monkey or, <laughs> sure, or a sure. kangaroo, I'm like, oh, I Let's feel see. a little awkward about eating you. Yeah. Yeah. It goes dangerously close to the question about who we'd eat first on the island, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have more qualms about it's eating kangaroo like, than eating Jeff. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, I wouldn't eat horse. I wouldn't eat dog. Yeah. Which I know no. are other ones that do get eaten around the world. Um, I wouldn't eat cat. Oh, no, for sure. I wouldn't eat crow, but that's a, like a weird superstitious stigma that I know is nonsense but they are carrion eaters which is i don't know i don't know what i think about eating the meat of something that eats the dead Ugh. so it's i guess hyenas gross. are out too <laughs> I, I wouldn't eat elephant because they're close to endangerment yeah giraffes no yeah. anything from africa I from the savannah I yeah i would try camel mm, no nah, i'm good too dusty I think if I saw it at a restaurant, I'd have to try it. I hope they clean the meat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have us us thinking about the weirdest crap. I want you to know that. I mean, not as as weird as which one of us would eat who first, but... Yeah. Moose might be interesting. (laughs) What? Moose. Oh, yeah. Actually, here, moose is pretty good from other hunters. Yeah, you you can get that out, I think, in, you know, in the West. I've heard that there's plenty of places that sell it. Probably up in Canada, I would think, too. Is there any any exotic meat from, like, anime that you would eat? I'm trying to think of, like, exotic anime. animals. Toru's tail. Toru's tail. <laughs> if she de- if she depoisons it, then, yeah, I guess I'd try it. <laughs> I wonder uh, I wonder what Kyubei would taste like. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he eats himself. It's oh that that scene always makes me cringe a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably just Taurus yeah. tail. That's, that's probably all I'd eat. <laughs> I'm just thinking like magical girl mascots. I'm sure they'd all be like interesting. Oh, okay, we're going down a rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, no, Jeff, we Jeff, I think you got the next one. Actually, wait, no, Logan, no, you got the next uh, one. I'll let you take it because I'll take this last one since it's directed at me. So you take this one. Jeff takes the next one. I'll take the last. Okay. Um, from Companion Cube, have you ever recommended a show that you didn't particularly like to somebody? Hmm. No. It, I don't think. I don't so. think so. Well, okay. So I. This is kind of like a very recent example, and I might go back and continue the show. I don't know. But I watched the first episode of uh, Agretzko uh, last weekend, and uh, it's pretty weird, kind of funny, uh, very interesting. I don't know if I'll continue it, but uh, I'm 
you know, we were somehow the conversation came up about metal music in uh, our Discord in the general chat, and uh, oh, they're talking about OPs, metal OPs and EDs and stuff, and uh, Native is a a metal enjoyer, and I'm right, metal I, enjoyer, enjoy, yeah, a metal head. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I I told him he should watch Agretzko. Um, and it turns out he's already watched it and left it. So I, I know I probably, I don't, you know, most people here know that I'm not the biggest sports anime fan. There are a few that I've enjoyed, mm. but like for Kuroko no Basuke, I did not care for that show. But if someone tells me that, you know, they're looking for another sports anime, I'll, I'll point them to that and be like, you might like this. No. Point I know it has you, its fan base. It's infinitely better. <laughs> Well, I mean, if they've already think, seen um, Okay. Yeah, I think that's the only time I end up. It's not not to be cruel. I don't know if the question's more directed towards like to be mean to somebody. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it would be something like I, you know, if they typically like a genre, you know, action adventure. Or, you know, I, I know I've done this before, and I'm struggling to think of examples. But you know, they're known to be popular shows, maybe that I doesn't didn't necessarily like, but a lot of other people like it. So I might say. To somebody, you know, check just, that one out. Try that. If I don't enjoy a show, I just wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. But they would have to watch that show as well. Like I, I'm never <laughs> going to recommend High Fury to someone. I'm never going to recommend Grand Crest War because mm. I think they're just bad shows, and I don't think people should watch them. Yeah, I, I think there's a difference though between like hating a show and not particularly liking sure. a show too. So. Sure. Yeah, something I didn't particularly like because it wasn't my thing, I could recommend if I think the other person would take more enjoyment than I did out of it. Something that I hated, yeah, that I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend that to anybody. And hopefully I'm not even thinking about it when I'm recommending shows. Yeah. But I, I mean, I guess I have done it. It's just it's not something that happens very often. Usually when you recommend shows, it's something you're excited about and something you want to share with other people. So yeah, I think the only time is when it's someone who's like relatively new to anime, maybe, and to there's you you know a new anime viewer isn't going to appreciate quite the stuff that you do because they haven't been indoctrinated into the, the genre yet. So it's a good question, though. Very thought provoking. I'm I'm really struggling to think. I know there's been examples of this. I can recall conversations with friends where I I basically have the statement of like I didn't quite like the show that much, but you might want to give it a try. <laughs> I don't remember the show. Okay. Anyway, uh, Manson, what are some of your favorite sick day anime? That's a good one i'm assuming this is kind of like a you're sick and you're on the couch and you just binge an old show or binge a show that you've yeah. been wanting to show first one that for whatever reason comes to mind a sick day anime i don't know why but toradora mm. okay yeah yeah something low-key slice of life romantic you know feel good yeah i've been there have been two times where i've been sick and i sat in a recliner all day and just binged a show uh one time i watched uh spice and wolf and then the other time was Knights of Sidonia. Hmm. Those are both good. And I I binged Knights of Sidonia. Spice, Spice and Wolf I haven't finished yet. But that's a, that's another kind of, I think that goes similar to the realm of Toradora from kind of like a low-key yeah. perspective. Uh, business. If you like economics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a, I wrote one of my college essays about, <laughs> about that. Um, 
for me honestly like when i'm sick i'm i'm like a giant baby <laughs> yeah i i'm not really good at being sick uh like i don't have anyone to take care of me because like i live by myself but um so I'll just I'll huddle up in a blanket. I'll down medicine, and if I do watch something, I'm gonna binge some, through something that's not gonna take a whole lot of brain power. Um, which is not saying something bad about what the shows I'm about to announce. So uh-huh. don't take this yeah. the wrong way, listener. Um, not not in Biore. Yeah, because I've seen it so many damn times. Like I can I can honestly recreate it in my head, pretty much scene for scene, because I love that show and I'll have it on when I'm cleaning and stuff like that. Uh, I put on non on Biore and let that run or because again, I've seen it so many times. This is, this is, uh, uh, uh like kind of just like a running theme. Just love life. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll put it on and I'll skip like either I'll, I'll let it run or I'll just skip to the performances. So, yeah, and there's a, there's a few others, one. but it's mostly yeah. non on Biore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any slice of life really just kind of like the chill, did you say shows. Flying Witch? I did say Flying Witch. Yeah. Oh, that that would be a good one. I don't think I've ever binged that one while sick. I don't yeah. get sick very often either. I, maybe like once or once-ish a year, sometimes twice yeah. if it's a bad year. Mm-hmm. I've been remarkably healthy since I started traveling a lot for work, oh, no. which is so odd, yeah. but I, I took my don't immune system as strong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's strange though. I have not actually been sick in the last couple of years since I've been traveling. So, okie dokie. Last one. Uh, this is from our newest Discord member, uh, Meliotis. And they ask, How do you guys record your podcast? And what software do you guys use to edit? GarageBand, etc. Also, what equipment do you guys use? Um, so, first, I would say we all record using audacity yeah mm-hmm. um and we record through discord as our voice chat uh software <clears throat> um i use a blue yeti microphone um i think it's the same for you carlos yeah i use a blue yeti as well and then yeah i've got a kind of an old school snowball which i'm hoping actually but there's a blue yeti somewhere sitting out in tennessee right now that i'm hoping to get back <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of got it as a work microphone, but yeah. Um, hopefully, I'll have that soon, so that'll be my my recording device. So yeah, we just use kind of like simple USB, good quality USB microphones. Um, I do have a more professional kind of setup with uh, some. I forget exactly what number they are or whatever, but I have MXL microphones. Uh, condenser mics and i have a an older soundboard that uh my buddy ralph gave to me um and yeah so that's what we use for recording on the that's the setup we used when we were at your place yeah, right? yeah With yeah the, that was nice the mic stands and the shock absorbers and all that did you use that um for the last cast the, the yeah for the soccer, soccer con recap yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a nice little setup. Kind of, it, you have to be more conscious of background noise because you can't edit out as much because mm. it's all fed through the soundboard and then into my uh, laptop as a single audio file. Um, but it makes the editing process much easier. Yeah, I imagine <laughs> that's for, for sure. sure. Um, on the editing side of things, I the the kind of like first piece of advice that I 
read when I was kind of getting into editing and stuff like that is you use the software that you know. Um, so I know a lot of people use like uh, Premiere or some people use Audacity even. Um, I learned to edit using Final Cut Pro X uh, because I have a MacBook and that's pretty much just what I use. Um, it's probably not the best software or the most efficient, uh, but I know how to use it, and that's the important thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also, or I use a program called Levelator um, that I run through our uh, audio files through that to get it um, into a, a wave format that has the audio kind of leveled, uh, equalized. Um, so there's less peaks and valleys. Um, and then I do, uh, I ask everyone to record in uh, wave format and then I edit in wave format <coughs> and then I export in wave format and then convert that file into an MP3 for size. Uh, when I put it up on our uh, hosting server. Um, and yeah, I think that's pretty much everything. Just a opportunity to give a shout out to you, man, on the cast. Cause Logan genuinely is, is like the hero of this podcast <laughs> with the amount of good work he does on the editing. I mean, it's, uh, some of the, the product I know I send over to you with the amount of background noise and stuff. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you take all that out and just make it, sound as good as it does i i always impressed when i listen to our cast or the or the times when my uh discord uh just decides um you're not going to talk for like the next three minutes and he just kind of like seamlessly like <laughs> edits that part out like where i'm just like sitting at my mic frustratedly saying shit because <laughs> i'm like right. like there will be times like and maybe you guys don't hear it like today has been a, a good day knock on wood um <laughs> but like there are times when like i'll be in the middle of talking about a show and i cut out and i can tell i cut out because audacity starts doing this funny little thing but I, i'm still recording and like in the 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 you know the audio file like we don't always we're definitely not a professional setup and you can tell, but it sounds so much better than it would if we had just left everything in there and there was this large chunk of silence following a thought I had or something like that. Yeah. So yeah. Big ups to Logan I, for, for being just, our editor. Thanks guys. And, and it's funny too, because I'm sure we're compared, you know, people listen typically to more than one podcast. So we're probably compared in some cases to, to podcasts where everyone's in the same room and if you go back, we've had a few podcasts where we've all been in the same room and just how much, I'm sure, number one, easier it is for you, Logan, mm -hmm. to edit those. And number two, just how much better the conversation flows because you're looking at the person yeah. or you're in the room with that person. So there is a lot of challenge involved with, you know, being in three separate parts of the country all the time. And, and you do as good a job as I think could ever be expected. Hopefully Thanks we can, um, hopefully we can get, uh, the mics out to AX and maybe this time have a little bit of time to, <laughs> to record something. Yeah. Yeah. We should hopefully. Cause I would love to just get to some, if we can just talk to people, like do some interview kind of stuff with fans in line and stuff. I've been thinking about that. And even if it's just stuff we record on our phones, maybe I would love to just get some audio from the, from the con just to show people, those of you who have not been to a con or AX specifically, 
how cool it is just having a conversation with a random person in line who you've never met that shares the same passion you do. It, it's so cool. Not promising anything, but that would be something I've always wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> Did you bring your uh, GoPro again, Carlos? Yeah, I was, I was actually planning on doing it this uh, this year. I actually do need to pick up some more batteries, though, because I think one of the batteries I had, I might have, I don't know, left it out somewhere or something because it's not working right now. But I have oh, a few no. others, and they're not terribly expensive. So, yeah, yeah, I'll bring 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 my quote-unquote camera equipment, my fucking GoPro. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not going to be the best quality, uh, but if you guys are interested, de- definitely let us know. I mean, we, we'd love to tr- like to try and make some kind of content happen from AX. I mean, hell, uh-huh. we are two of us going on press badges, so we should at least try to get something. But um, it is also a little difficult because, it, it, like we said before, there is a lot going on and it's a lot of excitement. But if you're interested, let us know and we'll, we'll try our best to make it happen. Indeed, I don't know that I've ever seen the, uh, the the video from Sakura Khan in the last AX. Did you ever? I didn't. That I didn't. I didn't pick did... any video of last AX. I completely forgot my GoPro that on that con. Oh, uh, so. okay. All right. But I do have the Sakura Khan yeah, stuff. I, I didn't upload had... anything. <laughs> I would still love to see the the drunken walk from uh, the uh, Funimation. I'll, I'll have party. to bring it. I think I still have it on a file somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. All right. Well. That's it for our questions. That's it, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for uh, submitting questions. Um, we have answered all the questions that have been submitted up to this point in our podcast questions thread in our Discord. If you would like to get into our Discord so that you can ask us a question, um, you can get a hold of us, get a hold of us on any of these. Uh, we are on Twitter at anime underscore arcade. We are on Facebook at facebook.com slash anime arcade. We are on Instagram at the underscore anime underscore arcade. Our email is mail.animearcade at gmail.com. And our website is animearcade.net. Hit us up on any of those. We'll get you an invite to our Discord where you can come talk anime and games, LCS, League, the the billion mobile games that are being played right now. (laughs) And the Madoka Magica one's coming up soon, so that might... If enough people start playing it, that might get its own channel. Yeah, we have entirely too many mobile games. It's it's a sickness, really, it truly. It really is. Um, but, yeah. I think that's going to do it for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, thank you all for listening. Until next time, peace. Thanks, everybody. Peace.